Hello and welcome back. Uh, today is October 11th, 2020. And the topic today is stressless holidays. Is that even possible? Last week I started talking about holiday season and all the stress that accompanies the season. Today we will take a deeper dive into the most common stressors, the causes, and some strategies to avoid the stress or at the very least minimize them and learn how to cope with them better. Let's start with the highest stressor. Number one, financial pressure of buying gifts, travel expense, taking time off work, hence income loss for many people. Strategies to reduce holiday stress due to expense would include some of the following. Start a tradition with your family. Let's not buy gifts anymore, but replace that with something more meaningful. So what are some good new traditions? For example, take a half a day or one day or two days off if you can and go someplace together, doing something you all can enjoy. Note that this does not have to be right at Christmas. This could be a quote date that you make with your loved ones to do um, at a time when it is right and convenient for all of you. Say if you want to go to someplace warm and hike a state national park, or maybe you want to take a ride and go sightseeing if physical activity is not optimal for all of your family members. Imagine this, how much your elderly parents or grandparents would enjoy a ride with their kids and grandkids over getting some gift that has actually cost you money. Those memories will last a lifetime. The gift will not. Arrange a camping trip or a fishing trip um, when the weather is good. I know many fathers and grandfathers would prefer that a thousand times over getting some gift from their kids or grandkids. That time that you can that they can spend with you um, or the family. This um, not only reduces the stress of traveling and family visits all at the same time at Christmas time, but also allows for a more memorable time spent with your loved ones that you will treasure forever. I'm personally a fan of taking pictures and making memories. I'm not a good photographer, but I take pictures all the time anyway. And that is a gift that you all can share. Pictures are so inexpensive to share these days. If you really have to give gifts, a physical gift, make something simple for immediate family members. Depending on your talent, preference, and time, this could be handcrafted cards, it could be small healthy snack bags that are stuffed with, say, dried fruits and nuts, healthy recipe cards, or even um, small portions of a homemade healthy snack. Note, I do have recipes. For many people, taking time off work to travel during the holidays is an added financial stress. Not only um, do they have to spend money on gifts, on travel expenses, but also they are losing money not working. Let's face it, for so many people, this adds so much pressure and anxiety that um, people feel depressed around the holidays. I have heard this many times from friends and clients. Oh, if I only could postpone this trip right now and visit them later. It is so tough to take time off from work right now. I really need the money. Or I really cannot afford it right now. I know people who spend 
thousands of dollars on gifts and travel expenses that they um, are forced to put on credit cards with ungodly interest rates while also losing income. Imagine if your family and loved ones knew uh, that you are going into debt for years to meet the traditional expectations. What would you think that they would still expect you to do it? If they really understood and realized how much hardship this puts on you. The number two biggest stressor, unrealistic expectations, out-of-date traditions. Talk to your loved ones and agree on some realistic things together that does not stress anyone. You need to communicate effectively about these, about these realistic expectations. Now, this is a two-way road, so you need to be fair to you and to your family members and loved ones. One example is um, visiting with spouses or significant others' family. If you have to visit with both sides of the family each year, then you need to come to an agreement about days and time spent there. During these times, visiting everyone may not be possible due to the pandemic right now. So this may be a good opportunity to set a later date for a nicer visit where you spend a day or two um, to do something together and hopefully no one will be offended that you abandoned them on either side of your families. Be mindful of those around you who do not necessarily celebrate the holidays your way. Putting them under pressure to celebrate the holidays your way each and every year is not fair to them. Let's put yourself in their shoes for a moment. What if they expected you to follow their traditions for the holidays every year exactly as they wanted, even if it does not really um, uh, fit into your life or your traditions? This is where everyone could agree to be less strict about how holidays should be celebrated. That is the beauty of diversity. Open up to other ways to enjoy holidays. Open up to learning and doing something new and different. Understand that um, what you grew up doing is not always the same in every family. Try your best to not force your family traditions on your now new or extended family. I hear this all the time. Oh, my mother-in-law would not be happy if we did not visit her on the exact day or if we did not um, cook ham, for example, or if we did or did not do XYZ around the holidays. I really always can sense the resentment in these statements and the bad chemistry that this creates between people and their extended families. While visiting your mother every year on the same day, eating ham and exchanging gifts may be your tradition for as long as you can remember, as an adult or grown-up, you and your family should recognize that adults may need to start their own traditions with their new families, whatever shape that may be. If everyone would be more respectful, understanding, and open to diversity and a little change from time to time, there would be a lot less tension, less stress, more fun and restful holidays for all, and there would be a lot less resentment. Plus, I think sometimes a change or trying something new can actually bring people closer to each other during the holidays. Try it. Ask what your spouse or significant other may want to do this year. They may be reluctant to bring it up on their own, but 
may happily welcome the question. I know many who would really appreciate that. Number three stressor is during the actual holidays, unhealthy detrimental habits. These include overeating, especially unhealthy foods, excessive drinking, insufficient sleep due to travel or stress, among other things, lack of physical activity, or interruption of usual exercise routine. So let's go over them. Overeating. As I mentioned in the last episode, many people feel out of control with their life, their health, and their food during holidays. Anxiety starts way before the holidays for many people. People anticipate all the good choices that, uh, all the food choices rather, that they are faced with during uh, this time. Here is another example of how some traditions could use a little makeover. One very common one I hear all the time. Oh, my mom makes her holiday cookies or fudge or something of that nature or other similar, what I called baked non-goods, as I like to call them. And if I don't eat them, she will be seriously offended. Before you know it, I've eaten way too many and I feel absolutely terrible. Yuck, I wish I didn't have to. Here is what I take as a great opportunity to have a nice conversation with mom. This needs to happen before the holidays, way before her holidays, like two months before, like right around now. If mom lives nearby, ask her to visit, and um, just the two of you, just visit her, make her a visit. When the time is right, not around the holidays, when she has already spent lots of time and energy and money to bake those um, things for you or others around you. Tell her how much you would like to share a recipe with her and ask her for help. Mom, can you help me make this recipe better? I like to try to stay healthy and on track for my health, my weight, or whatever it is important to you. Tell her that you need her help with this. Ask her to make those healthy versions of the holiday baked goods together. If she's far away, pick up the phone and talk to her now. Spend a little quality time expressing how you really feel and how you do not want to offend her by not eating her baked things, but tell her honestly how much it stresses you out. Ask her for help. This is true about anyone. I'm just using mom as an example because uh, it is the most common. Exchanging recipes is a great way to introduce healthy options to everyone. Even better, if you can, tell your family ahead of time that you would like to make something together if and when you visit each other. This is time spent together as well as sharing something better for everyone. I have done this many times for my selfish reasons, but I bring something to prepare for and with those I'm spending with the holidays with. I offer to prepare a dish or two, some dessert, some snacks. This way, not only will I have something that I know I can eat, but also introduce something healthy while taking the load off of others for a little bit. Next was excessive drinking. Don't even get me started on this. You should all by now know how I feel about drinking in general. Not healthy, not necessary, not good for you, no matter what. It is like smoking, but more socially accepted, really. Again, people feel pressured to participate in this toxic tradition, especially during the holidays. 
Everyone is having a drink at the holiday dinner, and I feel strange saying no. Okay, let me ask you this: If there was a person who was a recovering alcoholic, trying to quit drinking and doing a really good job, would you think it is strange for this person to say no? Thank you. I do not want wine. Not for a second. You wouldn't judge them. You wouldn't think it's strange. You would applaud them. In fact, I sometimes think it is very insensitive of people to offer alcohol to everyone, not thinking for a second how that may affect a recovering alcoholic. How do you know that your offer may be the one temptation that may get someone trying really hard to quit to slip and destroy all the efforts they may have made before in order to quit? I admit, in my extended family. Drinking is very, um, very um, ex expected in every party and family gathering. I remember the time when I would be the only person in a party of, say, 200 people who was not drinking. I remember the pressure I felt from some people in the party. I recall specifically one year when someone proposed that they held me down and pour some alcohol down my throat. A joke. But quite close to a serious proposal. This is when I set the boundaries for good. I said that, what if I forced you to get up at 4 a.m. and go to the gym with me, and I beat the heck out of you at the gym for two hours? How would you like that? I have to say, I was dead serious, and I finally set that to rest with my family. Lolly does not like alcohol. In fact, she hates alcohol. All kinds, colors, forms, and brands of alcohol. Don't you dare bring it up again. My point is, no one should feel pressure to do anything they do not want. More so, no one should be pressured to eat or drink anything they do not want. Just as some may choose to eat a whole pie, drink a bottle of vodka, or a six-pack of beer, and it is their right. It is your right and your choice to not do those things if that's what you want. Imagine if you started a hard set tradition that whoever comes to your holiday celebration or house must eat what you tell them to eat or drink, and they are not allowed to eat or drink what they want. And if they did otherwise, you would be seriously offended. How would that go? I wonder. But we all need to take responsibility for our own choices and actions. So, what others eat or drink is their business. What you eat, your or drink is your business. End of story. Next is insufficient sleep. If you're losing sleep because of stress, travel, financial pressure, and expenses that you have accumulated and that you know that you will have to pay for a while. Is that really a smart thing to do? Consider if it was not for the holidays, would you go spend money on something uh, that you do not need and cannot afford, and toss and turn every night because you cannot pay for it? The majority of sane people would say no. Uh, so why is it okay to do that just because it is the holidays and you are going into debt for the holidays? Not a great tradition. Next is lack of physical activity or interruption of usual exercise routine. Okay, this one is something I feel everyone should own and take responsibility for. You cannot blame it on the holidays and on others if you do not exercise. This one is all on you. 
So if you do not get exercise as you normally would, it is your choice and it is your excuse. No one else is responsible for this. If others have the right to sit around and do nothing, that is their business. Just like making sure you get your exercise time is your choice and your business. You can make it happen under any circumstances. Now, number four, finally, if something is stressing you out so much, is it really healthy for you? Is it worth it? I have learned that nothing is worth it when it comes to affecting my health. Stress is a huge factor that adversely affects your health. Some people argue with me about um, very old traditions and how we should just deal with them no matter how it affects all of us and some of us, our feelings and our well-being. There are many old traditions that are no longer acceptable or even mentioned. Why? Because they were bad traditions that affected some people in a negative way while perhaps benefited others. I can think of um, about many of these, but one in particular is the tradition of marrying girls as long as 10 or 11 to someone much older than them and without their consent or against their wishes. How about segregation? That used to be a tradition in many parts of the world, correct? Or, ev or everyone's right to vote. Do you think for a second that the old tradition of women and minorities' inability to vote should just be preserved and dealt with? Why should it be any different when it comes to traditions that affect our well-being because they um, cause a lot of anxiety and stress? Change should be welcomed. New ideas should be embraced. Traditions are there because someone before us created them. Sometimes they may be outdated or no longer relevant or appropriate for our times and our circumstances. We can revisit some traditions and we can always make them better or more suited for our times, our well-being and our happiness because life is too short to be stuck with things that make us unhappy or anxious or stressed. So there is a bright side to this. You can do something about this if you really want to. You can regain some control. I'm not saying it is easy. I'm saying it is possible and it is doable, but you must make it happen. And that starts with conversations. If you have some thoughts to share, or if you want to chat about how to cope with some of the holiday stresses, or if you have a recipe that needs a makeover before the holidays, please reach out. I do this all the time. People share recipes with me and they ask me how we can make it healthier. It's easy and it's a lot of fun. So reach out and share your recipes with me. We can make it healthier and more fun together. Here's how. Go to my website at www.drlolly.com, my Facebook page at PhD, or best way to contact me is to email contact at drlolly.com. Remember, we all are entitled to our health at little to no cost all the time. We are entitled to our freedom to choose what to eat or drink, the right to refuse harm to our health, the right to spending our time, holidays or not, 
on our terms on this planet every day and all year long. So take the first step, protect your health, protect your freedom, protect your time and protect your healthy life today and especially around the holidays. Life is too short to be stressed and miserable. Thank you for listening this week. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Until then, to your health and happiness.